All right, we're in part five of climate change. All right, it's a series about building the optimal environment for success. All right, we talked about how a lot of people don't have the success that they want because they're not in an environment that is conducive to their success. All right, so we talked about boundaries. We talked about having a line of demarcation. Whether it be physical, whether it be your schedule, whether it be in relationships to other people, whether it be in emotions, right? You gotta have something that keeps the toxicity out of of your of your environment. We talked about roses, right? We talked about the true beauty of an environment that is conducive to your success. Your rate of self-evolution. You aren't evolving and growing, then you aren't really in an environment that is conducive for your success. Right? And we talked about trees, right? Trees represent production, producing, producing something that evidence of your growth, evidence of your self-evolution is in the form of trees. Right? So we have the trees that were around, that were spread throughout the garden, right, all based on the Garden of Eden. And then we had the two trees in the, in, the, in the center, right, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, representing wisdom, and the tree of life, representing health and vitality, right? Center your success around those two things, wisdom and vitality, and everything else kind of fall into place, right? Centering it around the tree of of your career, or the tree of your finances, the tree of your relationships sets you up for failure, right? Then we talked about animals, right? We said animals represent responsibility. We have to take care of things that aren't ours. We have to be responsible for things that aren't ours. And this gives us an added incentive to, to take us out of the me-centric portion of, of our climate to succeed. And it, it makes us constantly build and improve and, and refine the other parts of our climate because now it's not just us that the climate has to provide for and protect is something else. So we have to produce for something else. Right, so now we get into part five when we're talking about serpents. Right now the serpent is an animal, so technically we may have already talked about the serpent because the serpent is an animal. But the serpent is a special type of animal. Right, so it has some kind of overlap with what we talked about last time in in that we have to be responsible for the serpent, even though the serpent is not ours, right? But if we go back to the Garden of Eden story, right, again, the serpent is a deep talks to, right? We got a whole series on it. We got a whole black outfit on the temptation template. Um, go back, go back and listen to that if you're trying to figure out what the serpent actually does. But I think the serpent plays a vital role and it represents something that is crucial in creating the optimal climate. 
And the serpent is what prevents paradise from becoming a prison. Right? It prevents paradise from becoming a prison because the serpent is, is that variety. Right? Tony Robbins has, has these six human needs. And so the first human need is the need for searching. The second human need is the need for uncertainty. Right? It's the need for variety. It's the need for challenge. Right? It's, it's, the, it's the need to not be redundant. Right? And it's also, again, the need for choice. And the serpent gives Eve in that story a choice. Right? Because if, it, if, you, if you build a climate and you become beholden to the climate, you become resistant to change. So whether the serpent is a friend who happens to be a contrarian, someone who's going to always push you to be better and to look at things a different way, right? Someone who, someone who is going to challenge you, right? Something that that's going to grow kind of a monkey wrenching in, in your plan because your plans aren't perfect. So you need something or someone in your environment in order to succeed at your highest level that is going to shake things up. It's going to make you reconsider certain aspects of what you built. Right? Certain, certain things that you thought were true, you need people there that are going to disagree with you. You need people there that are going to have another perspective that you may miss. And that's what animates your climate because now you're building a climate because you want to, not because you feel that you have to. Right? That's that's kind of where a lot of cultures go wrong. That's why I think American culture is going wrong. Right, where, where you get into this idea that that you have to treat people a certain way, where you have to say a certain thing, where you have to refer to people as a certain thing. And, you know, the freedom of speech is supposed to be the serpent in American culture. Right, where because we can have the freedom of speech and the freedom of expression, you should constantly be barraging with, with things that challenge you. Right? Like physical, man, they may be physical challenges, but they may be challenging your, your prevailing beliefs. Right? But we live in this social media age where the, the algorithms create echo chambers. And because everybody's a little bit more sensitive these days, I don't want to be around people that disagree with me because I'm not secure in my identity. Or my identity isn't something that is flimsy. So, if a person disagrees with me politically, then I have to not listen to them. I have to not take what they say. I have to not... I have to not do the work of, of, of validating or defending or 
reconsidering or, you know, doing something that may be against what I've already done. And doing that, doing that makes it hard for you to grow once you hit a certain level. Right? The serpent is what removes the ceiling from your growth. Because as long as you have someone there or something there to challenge what you've already built and to force you to look at things a certain way, force you to look at things a different way, that will that will keep the rate of stuff evolution going. Because you don't you don't grow, you don't evolve unless there's a challenge. Right? You you don't want your optimal climate for growth to have homeostasis. You want it to keep going. Because as long as it, as long as your environment keeps being challenged and, and you keep tweaking, the opportunity for growth is always there. But the enemy of growth is stale, it's stagnation. So the serpent is there do not stagnate your growth. Right? Like, yeah, the serpent in, in the biblical story is an evil character. And it's a character meant to manipulate and, and distort. But when we apply it to how do we build an environment, a culture for, for you to succeed or for your organization to succeed or for your company to succeed or for your country to succeed, there has to be a dissenter. There has to be somebody that's just not going to go with the flow. There's, there's got to be somebody that's, that's going to push back. There's got to be somebody that's going to say, wait, is this really the right way we need to do this? Is this really the way that, that this needs to get done? So the serpent is a necessary crucial, vital part of any climate that's going to have long-term success. So we don't want to eschew the serpent because it's a serpent. We, we want to extrapolate the serpent's ideas. We want to extrapolate the serpent's message of we're not perfect. We're not 100% right. There's, a, there's another way to look at this. Our way isn't law. Our way isn't the end-all, be-all. Right now, we also want to limit the influence. Right? We're, we're not going to do everything the serpent says. Right? We, we're not going to blindly follow the serpent. But that voice of dissent that voice of, of the contrary, that devil's advocate, is something that is that is an underrated portion of growth that a lot of people don't have in their climate. And then they wonder why they stagnate. Well, because you you surrounded yourself with a bunch of, of people and, and things and places that are familiar. So you feel safe. And when you feel safe, you don't grow. You can't grow until you feel 
uncomfortable. You can't grow until you've been challenged. So as long as you feel safe, the ceiling is there. You want to remove the ceiling, got to add the circuit. 